so yeah, yeah, I was just online and I, I just noticed how many fighting games were for Neo Geo and it's it's just it's like three fourths almost. Yeah, of of, of the library, I would say. I mean, I, I could be wrong, but that's what it feels like. No, no, it's it definitely it's like majority fighters. Like on those multi carts, there's like so many King of Fighters. <laughs> and there's variants too. Yeah, it's like God. A lot of people are saying that they feel like ripped off because it's not really in their mind like that many games. You know what I mean? But it is different. It's a variant, so I say they should be glad to have like ten on a multi cart. That's that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, when you talk like as games progress, like I'm, I much more appreciate like the 2D style games on the 32 and 64 bit systems. So, like, a stall on the Saturn, the 2D platformer, that game's fucking awesome. Or, you know, like, shoot 'em ups and stuff. Uh-oh. I hear London crying. Let's, uh, let's do a, uh, a podcast adventure. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> I'll go walk upstairs. It's, I heard a thump, and I think my wife's too busy playing Mortal Kombat to go check on her. So, time to go upstairs and Uh-oh. check on London. There we go. The mission. Mission completion. Wow, Andrew actually paused Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Miracles can happen. <laughs> Let's go see uh, Princess Onion. London, did you fall? London. London. Say hi to Uncle Kyle. Hey, London. Say hi. 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 Like she said, Mommy, bring me one cup of water. My wife's already down playing Mortal Kombat. Podcast Adventures. I got her. <laughs> here's, your, here's your cup of water, princess. You're, you're welcome, Skinky. <laughs> I'll see where Mommy's at. I know where she's at. Mortal Kombat. <laughs> You need to tap faster than that to test your might. I don't know how to test. How about like this? It's because I'm doing the test your might thing and I can't get it to. Yeah, Andrew can't tap the buttons. All you have to do is all the face buttons and you can just rub them real quick, like a use use like a spoon. (laughs) Use your thumb as a spoon. What's funny is Andrew is like playing online too. That's part of the fun of today. You can play like anybody, anywhere. It's great. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So um, I did get a new NES game in the mail today. Uh oh. Armed for battle. Made by um, 
1010 Howie. Um, basically, one of my buddies from Nintendo is Frank. He uh, he actually made the game. It's like a strategy game. It's pretty awesome. Was well, that the one that's like the first real time strategy or mm-hmm. something like that? That's what it's supposed yeah. to be, right? Yep. So so we definitely had to give a, a shout out to Roth. Uh, what up, Roth? Roth? Yeah, because we haven't uh, we haven't talked about his uh, rise of Amundus, the fungus Amundus. <laughs> oh yes. Yeah, we need to talk about talk with little Roth because uh, um, when we did our roll up of Amundus a couple uh, like a week ago or two weeks ago, like it didn't record. Hmm. So um, yeah, we gotta. Gotta talk about it a little bit. Um, I've been beta testing it. Um, I've been stuck in you know Transylvania, so <laughs> I um and Chrono Trigger. So this week I haven't done a whole lot of beta testing, but um, I am in. I think it's level two or three right now. Um, and it gets crazy. Did you play the demo, right, Kyle? Uh, yes. Played with old Captron five million, mm-hmm. and I know how many um goblins do you have to get like five or something? Or yeah, something? five first level, something I like think that. You have to get like twelve or twenty or something in the first level in the real game. And the one thing that we're going over in beta testing though with Roth right now is fine tuning how many you have to get because you want to have to be able to get. Enough goblins to keep you busy, but you also want some time to fuck around with Charwit after you get all your goblins before you fight the boss. Now, my one thing, and I noticed it um, in Kevin's video, I noticed it with me when I'm playing it. The one thing that I would add to it is maybe like a noise or a chime when you get all the goblins. Oh, yeah, because you have to like count. Yeah, and because I noticed, like, especially, like, in the demo, five. Okay, got it. But, like, when you're getting up to, like, having to do 20. Or why not just have, like, the the number somewhere and it count down? Yeah, number countdown somewhere on screen, a number count up on the screen. And a chime. Why not? Both. Or it's a chime. And it could be the his little doo-doo-doo-doo that he has in, like, every game. Yeah. In Clan, That'd be awesome. Because then it could be, like, a classic thing. Classic Rothian, Rothstein world. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually going to uh, mention that to him. See if he um, see if he wants to take that into consideration. Because I think that would be cool. Because then you know, all right, now I have my goblins. Now I can fuck around with Charwit, and I can just you know um, start clearing out enemies. I wonder if he the only, if he wanted that to be part of the challenge would be the only question. Oh yeah, that's what I'll ask him. Yeah. But yeah, be like, hey, dude, is there any reason why you didn't, you know, notify people when they collected all the goblins? Because I mean, the cool thing is though, is that that game is a lot like uh, Castlevania in the memorization department. Because like, say, fighting that um the first boss, the same boss that's in the demo, like he shoots that crazy ass like whirlwind really fast at you. You need to know that's coming. Once you know it's coming, you know where to dodge each time. Mm-hmm. And it, you have to die a few times to get that down, but it's like that's pretty cool that it's like it's an old school feeling to me. Yeah, it was it was pretty badass. 
It was, it was definitely a, a different take on a shmup that I had never experienced before. So I was, I was like, yeah, it's fresh, badass. I especially like the um, the positioning of the character and being able to shoot up and down, um, depending on where your character is on the screen. Gave it like almost the strategic um, aspect to it instead of just like your normal shoot 'em up. Um, the one thing is though, is it's way different in one player than two player. Way harder in one player, man. Very, very much so. <laughs> Imagine doing the shoot 'em up part that you were doing. And having to move the reticle to press B to get the goblins. Yeah, I was, I was trying it for a while. It's very hard. Yeah. It's, I mean, the thing is, though, no reason not to do some co-op. Co-op's awesome. Yeah, we, we tried both ways, and uh, it's definitely a completely different game. That That's just what I just kept thinking of, like, Sonic and Tails. Because yeah. uh, the other guy can jump in and can control it, like, but he doesn't have to. You know, I can kind of um, just jump, that, that jump in whenever. Else. The glitch that you guys found has already been fixed, too, by the way. Cool. That's why I got to have those uh, testers, you know? Because I think, like, Kevin was charwit, and he was down in the tree shooting at the boss, and he got frozen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fixed. <laughs> cool. That doesn't happen anymore. All right. That's pretty cool. Yeah. See, that's the thing that's different, though, is that when you control Charwit on the um, one-player mode, he sticks by you. So you can't go in there and spam the uh, the end boss or anything like Kevin was doing. Makes the boss fight a lot harder. I noticed that, yeah. He, he can't move in, like, every direction, like, free, freely, right? Like the right can, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's cool. It's like a good little um, good little challenge, honestly. And I mean, because you still gives you double firepower, so that's still a bonus to use them. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a good concept, you know. Yeah. Um, there was this one thing that was released, a prototype Super Nintendo game that uses the mouse. Was was released on the inter in the interwebs last week. Um, so it's a Super Nintendo mouse game. Okay. Um, there's t- three or four games in it, but like they're all music based. I think the game's called Sound Factory. I think that's what it's called, Sound Factory. Um, one of the ones was really cool though is that you have um bugs that are just randomly crawling all around the screen, and you can lay pathways on the screen and when the bugs go over the screen that that pathway it makes a, a note a musical note mm. depending on where it is and it's kind of like a scale okay on hold our screen you can make them long or short but the blue bits how long to hold the button it like it looks freaking and and then you hear it and you can like makes music and songs on it too which we like in mario paint yeah so like, and it was really cool like take on it, um, and there was a, there was a couple other games. I think one you're on like a pogo stick, like hitting hitting um platforms. You have to hit the platform like two or three times and it disappears, and you go around the screen hitting platforms until they're all gone, and it makes music while you do it. Like it's it was a really cool use of the Super Nintendo mouse. I mean, there's really not that many games that utilize it, right? Yeah, I was gonna ask you that. <laughs> I think it's Mario Paint SimCity. 
Um, Mario and Wario on the Super Famicom only. And that's about all I could think of off the top of my head. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, at all. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's about the only ones that I've heard of. I don't even think the other Sim games, like Sim Earth or Sim City 2000, utilize it. Yeah, I, I heard the the Sim City, but uh, I've never tried it because I don't have Sim City on the. You almost think like Act Rise. SNES. You would think because like you have the action mode and then you mm-hmm. have the odd mode. Yeah. So it would it, it would be awesome to play it in the odd mode. And then you you just plug it in the second controller. Well, I, yeah, I, I don't even think it does work. But it That's would, why, yeah. In, like, Lemmings, that'd be fucking awesome. We actually could click on them. Because it was originally meant for computers. Yes, you someone could do, like, a modification of all those <laughs> if they really wanted to. I mean, it wouldn't be that hard. Play freaking Super Mario Brothers with a mouse. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I did play a little bit of uh, Dracula X on the Super Nintendo. Eh. What you? Th- what you? Th- so the the levels are like dumbed down, but how how eh. dumbed down are they? Eh. Like super duper duper dumbed down. Number one, the controls aren't as tight. That's the first thing. Like it's just the first level, just like it's so uninspired. Like the little fire graphics are cool. Like mode seven fire graphics, but like in Rondo, when you get to the next screen after the like fire, you go into freaking Castlevania two, the town. Yeah, it's amazing. You, you you don't do that in the Super Nintendo. It's just bricks. Mm. It's like really, and then like the um, then you got the little skeleton guys, and they're throwing tons of bones at you, and you you move slow as shit going up the um the stairs, slower than Rondo. And you have to take at least one hit from the freaking skeleton guys, pretty much. Like, it's like, ugh. <laughs> yeah, like, once I saw the Simon's Quest deal, like, the old town on fire, it was like, this is going to be a celebration of all <laughs> things Castlevania up to this point. And that's that's where Rondo gets, like, the the crown for me. And And that's the thing is that, like, the comparison of just those the two games, like, just playing it for, like, the 15 minutes that I played it today, it's, it doesn't even hold a candle to the PC Engine version. Man. Maybe people are still gonna like it, because it's still Castlevania, but I just, I think it's not even, it, it like, it was just, like, a lazy port, almost. <laughs> so it's still Castlevania. It's still port Castlevania, but it's lazily done. Yeah, because in, like, the first level, they still have, like, the behemoth guy, right, that, like, follows you for that little bit of time. Oh, this is the best part. So, yeah, you got the behemoth guy. Number one, there's no prologue. Um, Jump right into the freaking fire. Okay. Um, no story, no prologue. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> um, and then you get to the freaking guy, so you know what I do. Looking for the secret path, right? Yeah. Die. There's <laughs> <laughs> no secret paths in the game, like... Oh no! I don't know if they eliminated all of them, but so like, Maria's must not be there then. No, definitely no Maria. <laughs> no, um, I don't think you rescue any maidens. I don't think you do any of that. Shit! <laughs> like they they got rid of all the replayability in the game. Yeah, it's basically like a linear, like Super Castlevania Four, um, except without all the directionals, whipping wise. Yeah. <laughs> 
So it's just it's just a disappointing, um, lazy port of the PC Engine version, really. Wow, it's sucked. It's worth a shit ton though, ain't it? It's like over a hundred bucks, I think. Yeah, it was pretty uncommon. I mean, back in the day, it's not. It's not a. The thing is, it's Castlevania, but it's not like a must-have in my opinion. Yeah. Now Rondo, expensive as it is, fucking amazing. But when Dracula X came out, was PlayStation out at that time? Do you know? Mm, I think not. I think they were still coming out with it. So I'm trying then, to think of a reason why it didn't sell. Like, you know, it should have sold good, you know? Well, like, you mean Rondo Blood? Well, Dracula X for the Super Nintendo, is that did it not sell that good? or? Yeah, I mean, it was a later release for sure. I mean, yeah. I just... I just think that it, they just people just didn't like it or something. I don't know. It just didn't hit like the heartstrings, pull the heartstrings like Super Castlevania did. Yeah, I mean, it could have been like that they got some bad magazine reviews even or something. Because that was by that by that time we were you know in uh, reading our Game Informers and all that shit. Yeah, and like as a kid, I would have said Super Castlevania Four is the best, but now as an adult. Rondo, and this is just the linear, not Metroidvania stuff. Um, yeah, like um, I I haven't uh, I don't know because I never really played Super Castlevania Four that much as a kid. I probably would have said either the original or Castlevania Three. I wouldn't know anything about Rondo, so yeah, it's um, Four is amazing. Uh, it's the, the, you know, how you can whip in all the directions, but now I think it's cooler to have it like old school where you, it's more just straight up old school and it adds the challenge that a million things to do. Yeah. Cause, cause a lot of people were pissed off that it, you know, Richter can't do the multiple directions for his whip, but I don't know to me, it it's actually better that way. There's only one game that you can do multiple directions with your whip. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? it's it's just that that was the one that came after that game. So a lot of people were pissed. And that could be a reason why it didn't sell, too, as just as Dracula X. Because I'm not even sure how the PC Engine one sold. Um, but there's not a lot of them online, I'll tell you that much. Yeah, yeah there aren't. I hear my wife yelling at one of them. So it's... So it's that- that would be the um the bad part about recording like on speakers. My wife yelling at my daughter. <laughs> That's just all part of life. That's right. <laughs> Hear like an explosion. Throw that was up. that was awesome. Boom. Oh, that was. I think that was Joe falling off his chair. It was like just <laughs> like water involved. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking awesome. Imagine someone throwing like a, a twelve pack into like a a pool of ice or something. That's what it sounded like. (laughs) (laughs) Freaking awesome. But yeah, like, there's... There's just something to be said about, like... The fact that Rondo leads up to Symphony perfectly, though, that right there is icing on the cake for me. Yeah, and Symphony is... If I had the... For all the Castlevania games, it's my second favorite. Next, Mm -hmm. Next to Rondo now. Um, I was I was gonna say Symphony is my first, but I don't know. My my favorite has to be like a classic Castlevania. You know, it it just has to be like the classic linear whip style, 
But yeah. but the fact that you can unlock all those little treats in the PC Engine version is just puts it one more step. You can just feel the love, like oh my god, you know, so much yeah. love, so much passion, such a passion project. Well, technically, with Symphony of the Night, you can play as Belmont. Yeah, you can play Richter with Symphony of the Night, but you have to get like a certain item to unlock a certain area, essentially. Um, so it's not like in the classic vein of Castlevania where you just try to beat the level and get to the boss. Um, so that's why I think Rondo has to be for me number one, but Symphony of the Night is another like huge passion project and that's gotta be number two for me. Well, and you could always just not even put those two in the same realm. They're not even the same genre. Yeah, but but if I had to say like favorite Castlevania games of all time and all the Castlevania games have to be in the the queue, you know, those would be the two that I would say. Then I think Dracula's Curse would be Castlevania three would probably be my third favorite. Yeah, I like Dr- Dracula um Dracula's Curse better than Castlevania four actually. I I like the option of the extra characters and stuff. Yeah, it's and it's it, what I yeah. What's better about it is challenge too. Yeah. It, there's a lot of great challenge in that game, and you can beat it a ton of different ways, and there's different paths, too. There are there are different paths, and so there's different levels to play. So yes. you, There's different routes, which is like... choose, though. Yeah, which is like Rondo. Um, yeah, instead of finding the secret, though, it's like, do you want to go left or right? <laughs> yeah, and there's like cool stuff like the, the clock tower is a completely optional level. You don't even have to go to it. The only reason that you do go to it is so you can get Grant. Yep. And that that shows you that Grant is like the best um because you have to actually beat a whole level just to get him. Mm-hmm. You know. So that that tells me that the programmers felt that Grant was like the could like break the game, which he can cuz there's cuz he can crawl on the ceilings and stuff. Yeah, you have to earn him. Yeah, and there's so many levels where you can just go boop, 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 done. <laughs> Instead of walking all the way, because, you know, Trevor can't do all the little moves. So he actually has to walk and go all the, the pads that's set. Instead of jumping up to the side and like, okay, it's done. I, I do have to say, though, what I like about Rondo is that you don't have to upgrade your, the fucking whip, like, when you die. Yeah. That's, like, amazing. It's like, thank God. That was one thing, because... You 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 get your whip to you know maxed out and then you die and it's like God now I gotta start with the little dinky thing again. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool that you don't have to fuck with that at all. Yeah, it 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 like took all the negative things and like threw them away, and that's kind of like Rondo is like an, an awesome filter. Just kept all the cool shit about Castlevania. Trying to think, like the last true Castlevania that came out, that was a new game. I think was Circle of the Moon for the uh, Game Boy Advance. I think that was like the last true one where you're a Belmont, and it's kind of like a tribute to Rondo style. But um, because they did release Castlevania Adventure remade for the Wii on the um Beware. Like a downloadable one. 
But um, I think that was the last one. I mean, there is that downloadable title for the Xbox 360 and the PS3 where you can play as, like, every freaking Castlevania character. It's pretty awesome, That's too. badass, yeah. It's like a party. I would like it, but um, I know we talked about it on the non-recording last night. Mm. That um, it's just like it's like fifteen bucks I think for the game, and then each character's two dollars, and each level's three dollars, and there's twelve levels, and it's like sixty or seventy dollar experience if you want to have every, the entire game. Oh, it's like a it's like a racket. Fucking stupid! Like it should they should have like an ultimate version, so it's fifteen dollars for the game, or like thirty get everything. But why doesn't the game just have? See, that's the problem. That's why cartridges are great because. The whole game is there, you know, there's nothing else mm-hmm. that you can do. Like, the cartridge, and that's it, and they can't get you for any more money. Nickel and dime frenzy, man. Now, so speaking of cartridges, did you hear about the new cartridge-based system that's coming out? No. Hell it's no. Called, it's called the Retro Video Game System. Retro VGS. Uh-oh. That could be weird. The guys bought the patent to the Jaguar molds. So they have the actual metal pressings to make new Jaguar molds, and they're going to make it with a Jaguar-style body. Uh-oh. <laughs> um, they're going to... It's going to be cartridge-based. It's going to have... Indie programmers are going to make for it, make games for it. Um, oh. They're also put um, some of like these downloadable games that I fucking love, like Shovel Knight and stuff like that, that's like, you know, DuckTales and Mega Man and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Putting those on cartridges. Um, Mike Kennedy, who, um, he does Retro Magazine as well, he, um, is the one doing this project. He's actually going to be on the podcast sometime in the future. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, it's just, I mean, we got a million guests coming on, and basically I just shoot out a message, and, you know, people want to come on, they come on. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, he, he's super busy doing this Retro VGS stuff, but, um... I think he's looking at like a prototype working by the summer, supposedly. Um, it's completely from a collector standpoint why he's doing it too, because he's like, we all want to have our cartridge-based stuff, you know. So it's like they're going to put games on cartridges so we can start collecting again, old school. So that might be something you might want to jump into. <laughs> Never know. Yeah, I just hope a few things that it can make enough money to sustain itself. Or yeah. it, it'll probably be very niche always then. like. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But uh, that's cool that it's there. That's awesome. And that's hilarious that they bought the, the Jaguar shell because I was just thinking yeah. like how Jaguar, um, how Atari sold the, the shell to like the, the dentist yep. um, industry for like the certain like scanning machine or something. Yeah, no, they they sold the molding to them, and then they this guy bought it from those people. Um, what, what's cool though is that the controller almost looks like a Xbox controller, except for it has like a Super Nintendo pad looking thing in the middle. So it's kind of a cool looking controller. I have a Wii U Classic controller or something that kind of looks like it. So if they go with that, that's pretty awesome. Um, so they're gonna have their own controllers. Um, and I mean, how I see it, if they're smart, they're going to do it like maybe web only or, you know, on the internet and by demand. So in other words, instead of trying to put it at every freaking Toys R Us or something, which, which would be ridiculous, 
they should have just a website and when people want to buy it, they we go on there. You so we go to retrovgs.com or some shit, you know what I mean? And we order fucking shovel nut and they make it. So they make it by demand. That means that there wouldn't be that much of a resale market or anything like that. So you're not gonna be able to hold off like I do with my games now and get them for like ten or twenty dollars later from GameStop when they clearance it, you know? Yeah. It'll be different. But, yeah, but I think that'd be pretty cool. I mean, he might get them at GameStops. That would be freaking awesome. <laughs> so um you were saying there were some some stories that you had oh yeah <laughs> so when i was doing the um the whole i was doing that because it's stuck in my head now and it's going to be forever ingrained in mine and my wife's head because my daughter is obsessed with chrono trigger now for real no like she it's bad really like yeah, she's like, Daddy, play the Chrono Trigger song. And and she calls uh, the Gaudia, Guardia Castle song the Chrono Trigger song. <laughs> and when I put it on, like, I'll put it on, like, the MP- I go on, like, the MP3 website. And I put it on, and she, like, dances around. <laughs> it's freaking awesome. <laughs> and then she likes the market song, and then she likes the dancing song as well. Um, If you go to the right in the market at the fair, there's, like, a dance. And that's actually a tribal song, too, that you get in the BC area later in the game. Okay. It's amazing she's taken to it like this. Oh, she's obsessed. And um, this week, too, I made her a um, a Princess Nadia Queen Lenny Perler. <laughs> like the queen one that's with the um, in the dress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I made her that Perler this week because she wanted that really bad. Like, that's all she was talking about. And the... the- <laughs> Six, when you go back in time, in the very first... Yeah. In the very beginning, yeah. Yeah, like, like, and you have to save it. It's actually, technically, the sprite that I did was the queen, 
but um, Marley also looks like her. Yeah, like later on, like when you go to the castle. Yeah, Marley um, looks just like that, except for I think she only has one ponytail, whereas the queen has like a double-sided thing going on. That's the difference in the sprite. But yeah, she wanted that, and now she wants a frog perler. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> She's obsessed with frogs. So frog rules, though. I've, I've already um had caused her with her first uh, conundrum, per se, because she likes Robo as well. And she likes Robo, she likes Marley, which she still calls Princess Nadia, because that's like her official title, which she likes that it says princess. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, she likes Robo, she likes Princess Nadia, and she likes Frog. Um, so I was like, well, who are you going to choose? <laughs> she doesn't know. Because <laughs> you got to choose one, you know what I mean? You can't have all four characters in your party. Yeah, that's that's the thing with RPGs, too, that I'm, I'm kind of like, see... Since we're kind of in the um, em- embryonic state right right now, it's it's hard to like figure out any really anything. But um, mm-hmm. pretty soon, it's gonna start taking shape. Yeah, yeah. I mean, right now, I know um, I'm at the end of time, right after the bleak, bleak future. That's where I'm at on my official playthrough. Um, I mentioned it last week when it didn't really record, and I'm not sure when this bonus will go up either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, who knows? <laughs> yeah, who knows, man? So, I mean, you guys could, listening could be hearing this way out of order, which is fine by us. We don't care. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, like basically, I have one playthrough that's um on the Super Nintendo, and it was of a new game plus. That's what I started with my daughter. But it's, like, I, I want to experience gathering all the items, leveling up, all that. So I started a new one on the Nintendo DS. Um, I'm in the same spot pretty much on both games now. Okay. Yeah, that's about where I am. I just went to the to the bleak future after yeah. es- escaping from the castle. I um, think you have two boss fights. Yeah, yeah. In the bleak future. Like, oh, okay. Have- so far I've I've had two, actually, with the game as well. Yeah, you had the um the first little um little monster guy. Yeah, I can't remember his name. Is the Chancellor turns into him? Yeah, and then and then the the tank and then the the flame tank. Yeah, the, in the future you have like you have to go find try to find the food for the guys in the future. Fight boss in there, and then when you get Robo, you have to fight his little comrades too, which is pretty fun. That's like a really cool um, story point of Chrono Trigger because it shows how deep the game can get even with, like, robots, it shows feeling. Mm-hmm. That, that, that's what I've noticed is the central theme of that game is just basically human emotion and where where, where that can go, I, I guess, you know. Exactly. Um. So, so where I ended up doing was is I was about where you were, and that's where I started today. Um, and then I played through, I haven't been doing that much grinding though. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I did a bunch beforehand, so I'm pretty, pretty high level, but we both know we need to grind plenty for the, um, the final battle. I think I'm only at like level eight or nine, um, right uh, now, which, which isn't that high at all. I, I, I have only at, I thought I was at like 30 or 40, I think I'm at 20. <laughs> That's really good. Yeah. Um, I, I haven't done any grinding. I actually went back to the, um, the cathedral <laughs> where I first fought the boss and like all the, all the guys are gone. So mm. once you beat it, it's like cleansed. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. See, I think you have to do it. Like I, I did that though before I beat before it. Before the boss. See, cause the only guys that are there now are like those dudes like kicking the ball, which turns into the guy. 
Yeah. And, you know, like, like the overworld kind of dudes who are just like running around kind of reminds me of like the link to the past guy on, on death mountain. who's like mm-hmm. kicking yeah, the, the other little, little thing. Yeah. Little turd guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, so anyways, I, I got through that portion. I think when I was in the future though, like I stopped like right after I beat the first boss, but anyways, I went and did the race today. So I raced the, uh, the crazy guy in the future of the bike race, which it's easy. You can do it a million times until you get it. And you just got to boost right at the last second. You beat him every time. Oh, okay. I didn't know, I didn't know that. <laughs> but it doesn't matter. You don't lose anything for losing. So it's not a big deal. Yeah, that's where the game kind of reminds me of Mario RPG, too, because there's, like, these little quirky scenes that you have to, like, act out. And they have yeah. different different results depending on what you do. Um, when I think, I, I think basically it, it all comes, it's all the same in the end, probably. Mm. But, or does I'd... that change? Like, see, that's the thing. Like, what <laughs> does that flip the, the whole game? Or is that just like a little scene in that part of the story? Like, who's to say? Yeah, that's where the game like gets kind of nutsy. Yeah. There's 11 endings, so anything you could do could possibly modify your ending. That's, at some the, point. yeah, that's where it's like, hmm. And, yeah, so that's yeah. craziness to think about too. Is like any choice you make could potentially change your ending. That's what I was thinking. Like, huh? What if you did it this way? Or, yeah, that's insanity. I also but, don't don't know if fighting the end boss with different party members is changes the ending. No. I don't know. Probably. Um, yeah, I'm actually looking forward to playing as Magus because I've never actually seen him on a live game before. I mean. So, that one's going to be cool. Yeah, if you use Magus to fight Lava, it's supposedly, like, amazing. Nice. So I think that's the big, like, rivalry or something well, like I that. Think, I, I could I be totally wrong. You pretty but... much have to get near the end of the game to get him in your party, I think. Okay. I mean, as far as I've gotten in this game, it's about where we're at right now. I haven't gotten much further ever. A couple hours in, max. I think I remember doing some of the stuff in BC. I just couldn't figure out what to do, and that was it. And that's like right where I'm at right now. Mm, all right. But um, what what I was doing after I beat the um the Bleak Future and got Robo and went to the end of time, um, there's actually a Nintendo DS specific um area. It's like it's called some the Arena of Ages, and going there it's like a whole new game, <laughs> I guess. Um, what you do is you get to choose one of four monsters, and you raise, you train the monster, and they fight for you. Like a Pokemon type? <laughs> Doing, like, cockfighting, though. More like... Interesting. Because, um, yeah, because you don't train them. You send them to train. So, basically, you have to buy a bunch of different training items. Um, and then the training items, there's, like, ten different items. Each one affects a different stat, so you can make them a light one, a dark one, a fire, water... Um, or you can increase strength or health or berserk mode, like critical status up. Um, there's a bunch of different items. You give them an item and you send them to a time period you visited. There's, I think, four. Right now I have three options because I've been into the, the past, the Middle Ages, um, present, and the, the bleak future. So I got all three of those. I can send them, send them to any era. They'll go there, train. And then after a certain amount of time, which I think is about 10 to 15 minutes, um, it comes back. And you have to leave and come back. So basically what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to let it go train, go play some of the game. And then when you go back to the 
like say you go to an area and beat a certain part of the game, then you go back into the arena of ages, check on your guy, you should be done, and you level up, and then you can go fight him in the arena. Um, the the little guys though, like I guess they have like a compatibility or a trust factor, where if hmm. the more you battle with them, the more they trust you. Um, okay. you can feed them those items during a battle. So my guy I chose was the thunder one because I figured once London's watching, it's yellow, so she likes yellow stuff. <laughs> um, but like that's also Chronos. Um, is thunder. Um, so basically, I've been feeding them thunder stuff and strength up. And then I went and played about four or five battles, and I've destroyed the other guy each time, except for once um, when I fought some random overpowered guy. But um, I got uh, two Berserk Rings and two um, Strength Scarfs, which are stronger than the other Strength item that I had. So I got some stronger items from it. Yeah, I think I have, like, there's, like, a, some Power Ring that's, like, plus two that... I have yeah, on Chrono right now. So I have the power scarf then. Yeah. The power scarf is like plus four instead of plus Oh, there we go. Hell yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I was like, I already got something that's double. But I guess there's um there's a list online. There's a whole guide for this online, just like there's a guide for the game. Um, And the guide, it shows like per tier. There's six tiers. You can only fight in three until your guy levels up. But in the three tiers, there's a bunch of items you can shoot that you can randomly get when your guy wins. And I think that random guy that kicked my butt in tier three that I did today, I think that guy's one of the ones that drops a rare item. Um, and the rare items are like you can get like some kind of mirrors. I guess these mirrors are awesome in the game. I don't I don't really know. Hmm. Um, but there's like some, some like legendary items you can get right now at the beginning of the game. <laughs> So it's like I almost want to sit there and grind it out and keep letting the guy fight until I get some of the rare items. That'll give you like an unfair advantage. Which is always fun. Yeah, it's it, then it you just almost get to feels like I'm glitching. Just I just love to destroy everybody. Like it's great. That's what's great about the R- the RPG. Like you can if you want if you want to take the time, then you you can see the results. Um I, I also checked on the double hit. Because I noticed Chrono does like a double hit every once in a while, and I guess that's just like a random thing. Uh, you can't like control it, but it's more with luck factor and stuff. Yeah, it's. I think there might be an item or an accessory that can increase your critical hit. Well, I'm that's, sure that's what it is. It's, it's oh, critical. Yeah. It's a critical hit thing. Um, the berserk ring though would be hilarious. Just put berserk rings on everybody and let them all do whatever they want. <laughs> they attack everything. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> I mean, I, that's always the most pointless item to me because, like, why would you want your guy to be go nuts? Like, unless of course it gives them like all nines for damage. Like <laughs> damage, you could kill the end boss in one hit or something. Then I do it. But. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if there's some weird strategy that's you know like been conceived through that or something. Who knows? I have no clue. Or if it's just to like mess around, you yeah. know. Like, who knows, I, yeah. I just I just know the plan right now, though, is for me to level up Chrono, Frog, and then a third guy that I'm going to... I, I was planning on initially, like, when we were talking, like, a week ago, I was planning on using Marley as my healer. The more I think about it, though, I could just use, like, elixirs or something that I use with any character, and it'll heal up everybody, and I can use, like, another crazy overpowered guy. So maybe Magus or... Robo or somebody. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I was thinking that too, and it's almost. I think later on, 
there, there may come a point where we're we're gonna want to heal like everybody at the same time. Kind of like well, per, there like, is an item. There are items that don't do that. I just don't know how expensive they are. Yeah, and that's I guess that's the question. Um, we can farm whatever. I, I don't know if that's an elixir or whatever the item is. One of them like heals all of your HP for every character. I think. Well, so I think I just wanna. What I think I'm gonna do. I'm gonna find the best healer, but I am gonna level up. I'm gonna max out Magus, Frog, and Chrono, and just switch them around like as I see fit, because they're like super badass. So I definitely want to see them maxed out, and then I'll probably max. Max out one of the chicks, depending on how powerful her attacks are and how good her heal is, um, and just what spells come my Chrono way. You know, a, Chrono gets a revive, so I don't know. Chrono might take care of it. That'd be awesome. That's the thing too. We have no idea. Um, and you pretty much have to keep Chrono in your. Well, I, I I would always want to anyway. Cause he's the best. Yeah. He's the he's the uh, he's the, the cloud strike protagonist. Yeah. Exactly. Fucking crazy. But Corona, that's an amazing little treat, and we didn't get to really talk about it in our podcast since it didn't get recorded, so. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's fucking fun shit. Oh, yeah, yeah and stuff. The, the music definitely needs to be complimented just because it's, it's so yeah. awesome. Yeah. Epic. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah but I'm saying like London's even like wants me to play it on my like my iPad. Like in the middle of the day, she wants me to play it so she can dance around. Now I'm not saying play it once. I'm saying play it like 20 times in a row. Mm. <laughs> I found like a 30 minute remix on YouTube. I just put it on for a while. That's why you're you're never gonna forget that song. Yeah. <laughs> no hell no. That song is gonna be forever ingrained, which is a good thing. So yeah, I think with Frog and Chrono though, with double swords, it's gonna be badass. Yes, you know, and and they do that X slash uh, combo. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. Some of the combinations, like that's the other thing I'm gonna experiment with, is who does the coolest combinations combined too, like that are really powerful. That's one thing that I really like is how you learn the spells automatically. Mm-hmm. You don't have to like buy them or you know do something to to trigger them. All you have to um, level up. Because every game's different. I mean, Final Fantasy VII has the materia deal. You you have to find them, mm-hmm. you know, to to create that. Or in Final Fantasy One, you have to like buy all your magic spells individually. I, you know, I'm pretty sure that if you level up, like, say you level up Chrono to level twenty, mm-hmm. and he learns like a certain technique or magic or whatever at level twenty. I think when you get the new characters, whatever level you're at, whatever techniques you learn, that's the amount that they're gonna already know as well. I think there are, everybody's up to speed with you. So you don't have to like relearn stuff like once you get Magus later, he'll be whatever level you grind to, he'll be there too. Yes, that's what I was wondering, and you could almost take a shortcut if, but you would have to find like a perfect grinding spot. Yeah. Um, which I don't know exists, like, uh, the perfect example is like the first Final Fantasy, the Peninsula of Power, uh-huh. which is basically like a glitch where if you go far enough on one peninsula, it picks up the enemies from the other side of the world, which you can't get yet, which you can't access yet, but the enemies are like super tough. 
because yeah. they're you, like you're not supposed to be able to access them yet, but it's just a glitch where you know the uh, little uh, pixel blocks just so happen to end at the very top of the um, peninsula. So that's a good example, you know. Yeah, and and I'm not sure about Chrono if there's a spot. I I just know about where I'm at, which is right after you get past the bleak future. It'll, the game opens up. I think you have to do one more linear style story based path, mm-hmm. and then I think you can go to like three or four different time frames whenever you want. Whoa. I think that'll that'll allow us to grind if we want to find spots, explore. I mean, if we if we use a guide, we can stay on track. Um, I might let myself for like an hour or two just get lost. Yeah, because I think what's what's happening now, all the characters are like coming. Yes. So I I think what we got to do is we'll probably have to get the chick, um, the the chick from BC, and then we yeah, like the wild that, chick or whatever. Yeah, like that's gonna be probably the next major get at right about where I'm at. So I just got Robo, so I have four members, and I'll get her. And then Magus, I don't think you get till later. Okay. And I think you get a choice whether you want to like. I don't know if it's before you get him or after. You get to kill him or something. If you Weird. Want. Like they give me the choice to kill him. <laughs> you must. I think there's a, a you probably. Yeah, you probably like fight him or something. There's something that like, he might say. Well, I'm gonna blow up the world or something. You get the choice of whether you want to take him out or not. And I guarantee there's two different endings. So I'm probably gonna have to. Make sure that I keep a couple of live saves going. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. We just have another one just so you can see. And we can see both. Two for one deal. There's like a bunch of endings you can't see till New Game Plus as well. Yeah, and I, I just keep thinking Mario RPG. I mean, the fact that you can kind of like avoid the bad dudes and you, 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 you can also just see what's gonna happen. Like, so there's not that turn-based flash sequence, and then you're like in the battle. Um, yeah. So it's it, it's so it has so many um, similarities in Mario RPG. Like the more I, mean, I think about it, like Chrono was released masterpiece, and then later on Nintendo and Square did their deal with Mario RPG. It had to have been starting to develop right around the same time. So I mean, there's probably a lot of inspiration from Chrono because it was so popular. Yeah, because, yeah, like the whole drawn out like court sequence is a good example because when the whole trial and there's like a jury and um I had a question though when they decided guilty or not or not guilty for, for Chrono did mm-hmm. how how many guys went on each side because I had one guy say guilty and the rest said not guilty I think I had two guilty on this one um the other and and then it was like two to five. Weird. And then I on the Super Nintendo one, I was like four to three guilty. <laughs> so there's like little things that that you do in the fair scene, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Basically, it's what you do in there and how you respond to the chancellor in the trial. Because um, if you take the guy's food in the fair, because there's a spot where he has like food sitting there, that's mm-hmm. one person that's guilty. Um, if you Try to con Marley out of selling her pendant. That's a guilty. Oh yeah, to the um, weapons guy. You don't deliver the cat. That's a that's an extra guilty. Yeah, I, I know um, one. If if you don't let her buy the candy, 
yes, if you try to move um, when she's buying candy. It's all little stuff. Yeah. Um, I, there's something about running into her. I can never figure that out. So. Yeah, at the very beginning, I, I just initiate when, contact with her. Yeah, when then when Chrono like pretends or acts like he's hurt. I don't know if there's something there. I don't know. That was kind of weird too when I saw that. I was like, okay. Yeah. Um, but, but that's, the, that's a great example of like the Mario RPG style, um, or the, the Chrono style, whatever. Just that, it just goes a little bit more in depth and it's kind of quirky and kind of funny too. I think it's the square style, honestly, because there was like some quirkiness in Final Fantasy VI too. I mean, Final Fantasy III on the Super Nintendo. Like, that, there was a lot of quirkiness in that one. A lot of weird, like, skit-type scenes. Yeah, like, I mean, the whole, there's a whole singing part. Like, a whole, like, bad, which is, like, legendary for the series, and that was in that game, in Final Fantasy, and that was, you know, quirky as well, and, I people th- say that, you know, a lot of people now, like, 4, because it's more of a traditional, uh, 4 is 2 in the Super Nintendo. A lot of people like that one more than the sequel that we got, just because, you know, Cecil the Dark Knight and everything is more traditional. Um, but, but six is really like at the square quirkiness and chrono is the same way. Yeah, I think they, they decided just to make it a, a little bit more than, yeah. you know, your standard like walk up to somebody text box type deal. So mm-hmm. let, let's like entertain the, the player a little bit, you know. And it was crazy with that, um, the trial scene too, because, like, as you're, as you're doing the trial, characters that you may not have even seen were watching you come up and testify for or against you. That's really cool. Like, you talk to the one guy about his food. If you take his food, he goes and testifies against you. He said, hey, yeah, this, this guy stole my food. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? It's pretty great. <laughs> like, who does that? That's insane. So, yeah, the, the, the programming of the game has, like, all, all these little tallies. The intricacies. That, that, that it's, like, adding up or subtracting. Yeah, I, I think that's truly what makes Chrono Trigger, like, one of the best games. That exists. Like a game experience. You know what I mean? Like, this game is an experience. It's almost like um, a, a choose your own adventure, but you can't even choose your own adventure. Because so there's so many little details that it's just kind of gonna, it's gonna choose for you. Yeah. Which kind of is like an intelligence factor. Because and so so much is programmed into the game, um, depending oh, on so so many different little quirks and things that you do that it it's uh it's pretty much has like an infinite replay value is what I'm thinking, or near infinite, you know. You know what I've been thinking too is that like it's really, really good that we're doing this for a homework game because today was the perfect example that this game is so massive that it's really hard to sit down and start it up. Because we know we got to delve into it. we got to dig deep. <laughs> and it's going to be great once we start. It's like kind of like going to the gym for me and working out. Like Once I get there, I'm all about business. But it's starting the game. So it's like, because it's such a massive undertaking. Like This is going to be a 100-hour game, probably. <laughs> yes, that's the best way to put it. It's, it's like getting in the pool. Yeah. Or and yeah. then you don't want to get out, like... Yeah, once you get in, you don't want to get out, but, but it's like, man, like today we were like, hey, we could start doing our, our pod, you know, the podcast test record to try out the, um, the new program. 
or we need to get into some Chrono Trigger. Like, so we both buckled down and got into Chrono Trigger for a couple hours. <laughs> we're like, it really, like, it's, it's not easy, and I know if we weren't doing this for homework, there's no way in hell we'd ever beat this game. And it's, it's our mentality, too. Like, most people that listen, there might be some people like, yeah, fuck you guys, I could get through that game 27 times, it's amazing. But, there's something to be said that we don't have a million hours in the day anymore. Yeah, so sometimes you just need that push to like get yeah. you going. It's 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 kind of like that that law, like an object in in motion stays in motion, and an object at rest stays at rest. Like it's it's very true because once it's like when you start like running or something. And, and, and you know, cause you like go for a run, like once you're in, you're in, you know? Yep. Like you're, you're like, yeah. But just getting up from bed's like, fuck, you know, cause it, you've been at rest for so long, you have to like uproot yourself. That's why like people a, use like pre-workouts as you get older. Like there's like a little concoction you mix and it, like, it's like caffeine and like, but it's like natural caffeine and crazy shit that gets your blood going. So you take that, now you're ready to work out. <laughs> It's like yep. a little like fake thing. It's great. And that that's what I noticed even today. It was like getting away from from Chrono Trigger was really hard. It was just as hard as turning it on. Oh yeah. Because it was like I knew that I was gonna be sucked in for a while and it's kinda like you know, you almost have to make sure that you know, as far as the, the girlfriend or the wife goes, all that's taken care of kind of thing. And then it's like, all right, cool. Now I can just, like, concentrate on this. Yes, it's it's crazy, though, because, like, I'm glad we're doing the, the long-term game. But it, it's going to be tough to beat this one in, um, in the time frame, I think. Wait, which is fine. I mean, if we have to extend it, then it is what it is. Yeah, um, I mean, and th- we definitely can't, um, I don't know if Kevin's planning on doing this, but we definitely can't play with this game like homework where we cram the last minute, because that would be a, a painful <laughs> last couple of days. Yeah, my thing with, yeah. Much grown up. Like, I, it'd be, it's a, it might be amazing to play, like, all day straight, but <laughs> we also have families and, you know, loved ones to care. Yeah, my my thing is really it's even with the Dracula X. I don't want to talk too much about it right now because we're going to talk about it more in another episode. But um, yeah. yeah, it's just I've been like plotting away at that game like little by little. That's mm-hmm. that's what how I do it best because then if it's still fresh and um, you can come back yeah. to it, you know, you haven't like. But then like last night with Dracula um, with Rondo. Um, I keep wanting to call it Dracula X, but people confuse it with Super Nintendo one. Um, yeah, you don't want to do that. <laughs> definitely not. No. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's kind of like with, uh, Rondo. Yeah, you, you can just go to it. There's a level save feature, which I mm-hmm. fucking love because yeah. it, in, in my opinion, it doesn't make the game easier because they, that feature wasn't all the games. It just wasn't um, as nicely laid out. Yeah, you had to put in a password. I mean. Yeah, it's the same thing, though. And you can continue forever. Yes. You know, so it basically was always been like that. It's, especially like Castlevania 1, there's no password system, so you do have to beat that game. Mm-hmm. Um, I think still, Castlevania 1, the hardest boss like ever is the Reaper. Um, yeah, I mean, the Reaper's always been a bastard. Oh, my God. 
I was I was very surprised at Rondo how I was able to take him down like after a couple times like and Castlevania one my fucking lord. Well, I remember just like wow, just being a kid, being like doing it like just over and over and over because the whole thing with Castlevania one when you get far like really far each each hit takes four pellets away and you only have mm-hmm. six sixteen. Yeah, so you can only get hit four times by anything in the whole fucking level in Sorry. one life. Yeah, and that, that last part with the axe armors and the Medusa heads is like nuts. So just to get through all that, hope you, that you didn't get hit. And then you gotta fight a boss. It's like insane. Yeah. That game is like, Oh man, and the Frankenstein boss is really hard in that game too, because he he has the um, flea man or uh, hunchback, whatever you want to call him. Yeah, that's brutal too in the the first Castlevania. I I, I think those are the two hardest bosses in that game, are um, Frankenstein and uh, the Reaper. My God. Yeah, it's like the ones that have a bunch of crazy shit going on, like multitasking. Yeah. Makes it, makes it fucking tough. That's, that's what it is. That's how brutal that first game is. Um, the thing is though, because that game's that brutal and you played as a kid is why your Castlevania skills are what they are. I'm so good. Yeah. yeah. That's why, like, I didn't play Castlevania 1 that much. I played 2 a little bit, but 2 isn't on the level of 1. And then. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Two is a cakewalk, and, and then three honestly isn't that bad as well. Like, three not- has hard levels. Um, yeah, three is interesting, one. yeah. Um, but the bosses aren't like you know god awful. Like I'm yeah. like playing it twenty times in a row and just getting that like lucky. Yeah, I'm, and there, I, again, like you were saying, I'm sure there's someone who's like, oh, it's fucking easy, but... <laughs> no, there is. There's always somebody out there, but... But God. Yeah. And and the thing is, though, is, like, I poured a little bit, of, a few hours in the three, so, like, I'm okay. But, like, I'm not at your level of Castlevania-ness. But I'm still able to plow through freaking the other games. And that, that was actually a conversation I had with Andrea, my wife, uh, the other day, because um, I was telling... Uh, Telling her she's been playing Mortal Kombat X, mm-hmm. and she's finally getting pretty damn good. Like I'm watching her on online matches, and she's beating people. Finally, online. all right. Yeah, and like like they're doing like um these group battles where there's three of them in a party, and they go versus other parties of three, and they all all three members fight, and whoever wins the most combined they win, and everybody gets gold. And is it like shit. individual fights one on one or is it three yes. on three? Oh, okay. No, there's, there's no three on three. It's all one on one. I see what you're saying. Yeah. But yeah, basically they put all three together in like a group, a party. Right. Like they're a gang or something. A clan, whatever the fuck, yeah. And then, well, they have the faction stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But then online you can just set up a party with whomever. Um, but yeah, they, so she's been doing that and she's been winning. And I'm like, she's getting pretty, I'm like, you're getting pretty good. You're finally, you know, and I was like, I noticed you played this one the most out of any Mortal Kombat that I've seen you play. The ceiling. Yeah. And I'm like, and she's like, yeah, but you're still going to beat me. And I'm like, yeah, but what you've played here pales in comparison to how much I played Mortal Kombat 2 and 3 and Ultimate 3 on Super Nintendo when it came out. So I used to rent that game every week. I'd play with you. I'd, I was like, I played it with Kyle. I played it with, 
you know, my old buddy Chip, I play with my old buddy Cecil, and it was every different weekend, one of us would run it, and we'd play it every freaking weekend for a while. We mastered every character with every fatality. <laughs> like, it was insanity. And, you know, I'd play with Keenan too, with Eric. Um, like, so I played it so much that I got really good with all Mortal Kombat's, and so, like, even her playing this much, like, I still can pick up this one, which feels like an old Mortal Kombat, and I can definitely still mop the floor with people. Um, like, we had to do, um, three online matches yesterday, um, for one of the, cause you get three faction goals, and Andrew's like, oh, you go take the online one. And I took the online one, and I destroyed the guys online. <laughs> <laughs> like, not even fair how much I destroyed them. Um, it was like, they barely even hit me. Um, I felt like I was trolling them, but I wasn't. <laughs> I definitely, I, 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 you were definitely going some, somewhere with the whole, um, a comment you made was like brilliant about how the more she practice, the better you get. I mean, it sounds so simple, but it's like, but that, ca- that concept is fucking important. Like, that is a and core that's to being exactly a gamer. why if we try to play Modern Warfare right now, or we jump on Destiny. Good luck. Destiny's been out for like a month. Get destroyed. Um, Destiny was out for a fucking week. If we jumped on it right now, we would get destroyed. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's it's not even funny because because there's these high school kids and younger that all they do when they get off work, get done with dinner, get done playing, whatever they're doing for the day, all they do is sit on that all night for six, eight Ten hours straight, and they like my nephew barely sleeps and goes to school. <laughs> yeah, there's <laughs> playing Destiny right now. <laughs> and there's there, there's like an equation, like a a thousand hours is equal to mastery. Yeah, and a thousand hours is like forty hours a, a forty hours a week for fifty weeks, roughly. Like a basically doing a job for like a whole year. Yeah, you become a master at it. So. Anything above that, you know, like think about, like kind of like how Billy Mitchell grew up with the Pac-Man machine in his parents' um, restaurant. Like, how many hours did he just have to plug into that? I mean, you also have to like conceptualize like his creation as a high scorer came probably from that. You know, just over and over that, and over and over. Was there through repetition. Yeah. And worked with his brain set, the way that he could um, disassemble puzzles, like, led to that game, like, Kong Kong and Pac-Man, him to be a master of. Each game is very similar in how you play, because there's di- distinct patterns to, you know, get the best scores. That, like, goes toward his personality for sure. It like basically what it does is it amplifies and supplements what you're good at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just more practice and Yeah. Um and, I, and it does happen happen to be what he started playing with as well. We started playing with our majority was Nintendo's when we started to mature a little, like basically even like five or six when we started to really grasp things was Nintendo. That's why we still gravitate toward it right now. <laughs> Yeah, and it, it makes perfect sense um, because that's that's what we know. You know that's that, that's, we, that's what's comfort. You know, teenagers is when the fighting games hit, and we jumped on that with everybody else. So we're decent at fighting games. Um, you know, and and NBA Jam and games like that as well. Like just stuff that we plugged in tons of hours into. And I and that's a perfect just segue for me just to mention 
with Rondo during that boss rush, there there was a point where I was like, I'm never gonna beat this. Yeah, there there really was. Like I was like, fuck, dude, I can't even get to the fucking Frankenstein. Like, Uh you know, and I still gotta beat Shaft after that. Like, kind of that whole. That was what really worried me. Yeah. Like my first few times, like I was getting killed on the first or second guy. And then, you know, get to the mummy and you're barely skating by him the first couple of times and you finally get to the Frank and he destroys you. And it's like, like that's why I was just, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I guess the one saving grace for that, and this is kind of getting off point now, um, but is the fact that if, if you do die, you start off at Shaft if you got to Shaft. Do you? Yeah. Cause my thing was, is when I finally got to Shaft. You beat his ass. I beat him. I beat him. <laughs> Yeah, because I actually died, and then I started off at Shaft, and I was like, okay, that's that's of at least I said ne- I kind said of fair. Again. <laughs> yeah, and once I got the book, because the, the book was hidden, because um, I was starting with with the axe, because I, I, was, I was always loved the axe, and I, I would hit the, the bat with the axes, and then he would drop all those hearts, mm-hmm. and then I would grab all the hearts, and then Medusa's pretty easy. Yes. Um, but then... The whole thing with her, she shoots those orbs. There's like three orbs. Mm-hmm. She shoots after, so she she does the the stare. Then she'll jump and do the 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 tail um, extension yeah. thing, and then she'll do these three orbs. And the axe just wasn't really cutting it. it. It was doing okay, but I was like, let me try the book. And the book is just amazing because once you get to the mummy. He does the crazy, like, wrappings everywhere. Holy yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, like, basically, I would wait on that top block for a little bit for the wrappings to start to come, and then I was able to dodge them. Yeah, and then if you use the, the book, it just takes them all out, because it does this oh, huge, like, yeah, circular, you know, um, kind of a, attack. So, and then it was kind of like the same with Frankenstein, where... um once he did the whole stomp, he would stomp on the ground and then all the bricks would fall. Yeah. Once he did that, if you did the, the book, it would just create like a circle around you. And nice. then, and then it would go outward and attack him. So that's actually the, by far the best, um, item in the whole game. Like without a doubt. And the fact that they hide it and they don't hide all the other items, like should tell you. But that's, I don't want to get too off track with Dracula stuff, but. Oh yeah, we're going to cover pretty thoroughly on the main episode 10. So where I'm going with this is that when you, when you finally break that glass ceiling, this kind of goes back to the Andrea and Mortal Kombat thing, then you're like, I can do this. Yeah, I mean, the thing is though, is that like games nowadays, like, there's layers, man. Like Mortal Kombat X, imagine, there's 26 characters right now. There's gonna, they're gonna keep releasing them. Yeah. Um, there's like 26 characters. There might even be 27 or some shit. But, um, there's a fuck ton of characters. Each one has three different fighting styles, which basically, it's not really fighting styles, it's more like they get different moves. So really they, they limit the amount of moves a character has in order, in order to balance the game for, for tournament fighting basically how I see it. So they don't want to give them a million fucking moves. Like, they, they have more moves than ever in this game. Because I noticed that Kevin's, that there's three styles you can pick. One has, like, a weapon, 
and then yeah, the other two I don't are just other you know something else. Like I've been working on on mastering Aaron Black, which is like the um the fight like the uh, gunslinger style outlaw guy. Yeah, he looks, um, he looks cool. Yeah, his coolest one though is is not the fighting style that I like. Unfortunately, the coolest one has the big cowboy hat, like the man with no name. But um. Like, he has one where he just, like, has normal, you know, gunslinger stuff. There's one where he can, like, manipulate sand. And then there's another one that he has, like, a big, um, Baraka arm sword. That's the one I use. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> and, and with that, like, a down back, um, circle for me as I'm on PS1, or PS4, um, he throws up sand and blinds him, which stuns him. So, like, Destruction World, I stun the guy every once in a while, and... You know, it's it's still like crazy though how um necessary using uppercuts is in the game. I love that they that they have the uppercut. I I don't know when they brought it back. Maybe after five, but five didn't have it, and that was the last one that I was really yeah crazy. You know, obsessed over and all that, all that good stuff. Like beat it on a hard mode and all that. But um, they didn't have the uppercut in that game. That was the one thing where I was like, fuck, you gotta have the uppercut. It's like not having Scorpion in Mortal Kombat 3. It's like a, it's like a mortal sin. What's, what's crazy is they give you tasks to do when you're doing towers. Um, so, like one of them was, uh, today, actually I think this was a factional, there's like so many little goals which adds death to Mortal Kombat X. Like, it's like, alright, your three faction goals today are this. Like, I think one was play as Johnny Cage for three matches. Another one, though, was to not use the uppercut in a match and win. <laughs> that was actually tough to do. I did it, but it was it was challenging like to actually do that. Um, you know, other ones are beat a secret boss. But um, as I was I was going through, uh, Andrew wanted me to do a. It was a legendary um, tower that they had, and basically they have three different living towers. There's like a daily tower, an hourly tower. And then like a weekly tower or something. Like it's called Legendary Tower. This one was like you have to stop Prince Goro. He's at the top of the tower, and then so you could fight guys up to him and the final bosses were Goro. Okay. Um, and in during that they'll they'll have certain things like it says don't use your um your meter, your special meter, because you know that's how you do your X ray moves and mm-hmm. you can actually if you hit R two when you're doing a special move like the block button when you're doing a special move, you can like amplify the move and make it do a lot more damage. Now to do the X-ray, you press the both both the left and, and the right, yeah, together at the same time. Right, yeah, it's, it does a huge damage move and it looks awesome. As long as your um, as the X meter is filled up, yeah, right. it has to be all three bars. But as those bars fill up individually, you can actually enhance your moves. Um, which is cool too. But it, basically, one of my techniques or one of my challenges was to not do that in one of the matches I did. So I didn't do that as well. So I was unlocking stuff. Um, but Andrea wanted me to do it because, I mean, every day there's new challenges. Um, mm-hmm. She actually did the Endless Tower today because I guess you unlock the skin for Melina, like one from Mortal Kombat 5, where she's like dressed like that one. Um, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, but like she had to do the Endless one. I think she had to win 20 matches or 15 matches or something. In the endless tower, which is crazy, and she actually did it. Oh wow! Because yeah, cause yeah. She, per- persistence pays off. And what playing? What I thought was cool, um, because when when I played it at, at Kevin's for his like channel video, uh, we actually ended up beating it 
we um we use Scorpion, so I thought it was cool that we played we played on medium and we did the the ten tower. So you fight Goro and then you fight the the, the final guy. Yeah, that's that's the um traditional. That's just like playing normal Mortal Kombat. Yeah, yeah. So we're yeah, like, hey, let's just let's you just have try to this play one. that with every character, and with every character you get you unlock a um a different costume. With each character, okay. if, you beat, if you beat the game, yeah, I I, th- I think a big part of me being able to beat it was just knowing Scorpion's moves because for the most part they were the same. Yeah, I think they changed one of the back backs to back forward. Yeah, something small yeah. like that. Yeah. Like that was it, and they changed that like a only a few games ago. So I mean, even if you played the Mortal Kombat, the last one, which was Mortal Kombat Nine, if you played that one, which I know you played a little bit of it, yeah, it's yeah, you still it's, know it. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, Scorpion's like always the same. Yeah. And that's what's great. You you can pick it up if if you know Mortal Kombat, and I just, I can beat it the same night that I start playing it. I didn't beat it on hard, but I'm saying I can legitimately like feel like I got this. Mm-hmm. You know, I I was just doing the the teleport spamming left and right like crazy, like I do on the arcade. So on the original arcade, so um. That definitely helped since I've been doing that for so long. It just that's oh, Andrew, second nature. You could do some kind of like quaint, crazy fucking quick teleport spam that she was doing with Scorpion yesterday when she was playing online. She said she was like going back and forth like nuts. Yeah, that's 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 what I was doing. It was fun as hell. I'm not sure yeah. if she was doing the same thing I was, but yeah. Um, and I thought the final boss, he it was weird because once you beat the final boss, you think. That he's dead, but then he turns into like the fire dude. Yeah. Was it? Was his name like Chinook or something? Corrupted Chinook. Okay. The final one. It's Chinook you're fighting, which I think was the boss from Mortal Kombat Four. Okay, and then. Yeah, he's a he's a he's a uh, former elder god or something. Yeah, I thought it was interesting that if you died at the the transform version you start off as a transform version oh dude yeah you? I've, I've actually like i've never had an issue with them so far but i also am not playing it on hard um the only time i had an issue is when you play the story mode there's no difficulty and the final boss is in very hard <laughs> and you have to beat him twice instead of once yeah that's probably more like it and they probably should have made the transformation just part of the final battle just yeah. that would be like super super tough. I just remember like the endurance levels, even in like the first Mortal Kombat, are like hard. You have to kill two guys with and and not get killed yourself. Mm-hmm. That's like not that easy. Mm-mm. That's the thing. Like it's kind of. I was like, I was kind of baffled that it's like not that hard anymore. Like Shao Kahn, Mortal Kombat Two. Like oh my god. Dude, even on easy, he would destroy you. And Mortal Kombat three too. He's, yeah, it's just like not even funny. The new Khan guy is kind of a joke. Kotal Khan. Yeah, it's kind of weird how I, I guess they just decided to bring it down a little bit. Probably because it's not. Well, if you played in hard or very hard, yeah, it's not broken down at all. Like it's like that, and that corrupted guy will not let you breathe. Yeah, I think very hard is probably like what the arcade would be, well, because hard um, is what the arcade is, and then very hard is like hard in the arcade. Well, because what? Why I say that, and I can at least say this for for the Neo games. There's easy, normal, hard, and then MVS. 
<laughs> That's why I was I always laughed about that. Because yep. MVS is harder than the hardest setting, and that's why no one can do anything at an arcade for the most part without putting in quarters. Yeah. So that's what's funny. Like, it, MVS is very hard. See, see, the really cool thing that I like about Mortal Kombat X, though, it has unlockables. <laughs> that is crazy. So, so you got a fighting game. Um, you don't have to pay for freaking everything. Like the, the crypt. The, 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 the crypt, crypt where you would get currency the, yeah, the with a K, too. <laughs> and then and you would get stuff in there. Yeah, they have the crypt in this game, too. Okay, that's um, cool. It's first person, and you run through a crypt. Yeah. But I'm not saying that. DLC, buy everything. Like, actually pay money to buy a new character every time. Um, buy money to buy a costume. They, there's out there that everything you do in the game, you have to buy. Yeah, those kind of games, I would... Pretty much steer away. That from. is the last two generations of gaming. <laughs> is that like, like for example, um, if you buy Mortal Kombat Nine, say say sometime in the future you get a 360 or a PS3, and you want to buy Mortal Kombat Nine to to play what you used to remember, you know, a while ago or something. Mm-hmm. Um, there's two versions. There's Mortal Kombat Nine, and there's Mortal Kombat Nine: The Complete Collection. <laughs> which has the all the extra content that was released. So that whole generation of gaming, there's multiple releases of games that have all the DLC on it later. Good old like, double dip. Yeah, so, I mean, Mortal Kombat X is definitely going to have DLC. It already does. It has, like, a scene pack. It's called the Combat Pack. It's going to have Jason on it and Predator and, you know, badasses. So, I'm gonna, like, we already got the Combat Pack. Like, which was $30, by the way. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, but, it, I mean, for us, like, as much as we've been playing it, like, I know we're going to get our money's worth out of it, but it's still DLC. But on top of that, like, I like that they're actually doing unlockables. And it's not something that just unlocks easily. Like, you're going to get, like, with Melina, you play through the, the traditional tower with Melina, you get uh, a tournament costume for her. Now, if you go through Endless Tower, which never ends, and you get gold in it, you get another Molina costume. And so, and then there's another way to get another Molina costume. There's another way to get another one. Like, they, some of the characters have four and five costumes. Scorpion, I think, has eight. Nice. <laughs> yeah. There's other ones, because they have a Mortal Kombat X app for the iPhone and iPads. Mm-hmm. Um, that maybe even Androids. And you link it to a Warner Brothers account. Um, so I linked, we did ours, I linked it to the, the account, and the game on the iPad, you, um, you tap on it to attack. You can't, there's no attack buttons. So basically you're just tapping the thing to attack and you hold two fingers to block. That's all you do, and then there's special moves, you hit a button when it recharges. You have three characters. Really weird. Probably wouldn't play it, except for, if you link your account, you unlock a Tron-looking Raiden, and Ninja Mime from Johnny Cage. He was in, like, a, a fake movie in Mortal Kombat in the backstory. Yeah, it's a little as, joke. Yeah, You can play as the Ninja Mime, <laughs> which is funny as shit. Tron um, Raiden sounds cool. There, There's, like, an action oh, figure that's, like, a glow-in-the-dark limited-type deal Um, that's kind of like that. That'd be badass. I can imagine how that would look. Yeah, that one's cool as hell. And then I guess if you get to level, you, you level up a character, cause you level up your characters in this game, 
um, on the iPad. If you level up characters to 40, you unlock, like, classic Katana, so she looks like Mortal Kombat 2. Um, and then there's online matches. You can unlock classic Melina. Um, I, actually, I think there's, like, special towers, which they don't even have them open yet. You can unlock classic Melina. And then I think if you get past four sections of the of the story mode on this game, you unlock Jax in a farmer costume. <laughs> but, like, it's they're giving you reasons to play it, though, if you want to unlock more content in the real game. So it's pretty cool. Um, the, the last one, though, is if you play 100 online matches, which... The online server's been down since I've had the app. Um, you get Injustice Costume Scorpion. So the game Injustice Scorpion was in it, like with all the DC superheroes. And he has oh, a costume yeah. in it. So you can unlock that costume for that. Okay. So mm-hmm. that's a hundred matches. Those matches take forever on the freaking iPad, so I'm not doing that one. <laughs> that's insane. And, I, I, thought it, I thought it was cool. Well, go ahead. No, you're saying. No, no. no. I was going to kind of say something different so if you're gonna keep going with the subject oh i was just gonna say um the the like finally though um they mentioned in that like when you go through the story mode there's a lot of characters that you can't that you fight that you can't even play as like you fight rain and you fight guys like baraka yeah i was gonna ask that like what's up with that you fight them all and you can't play as them like ever Um, no they're not in the game um but then somebody asked um, Ed Boon today in an interview, mm-hmm. and he said, oh, what, like a story mode pack? <laughs> so it's going to be DLC, basically. Like, he was just, you know. Yeah, because if, if they made them to fight against, then of course they're there. <laughs> yeah, they're in the game. All the moves have been programmed. It's just, they, they're just going to fucking bleed us out. Yeah, exactly. I just hope it's part of the combat pack. But it probably won't be. It'll probably be a new one. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was cool with the fatality how the first time that I tried it, I, I thought you would have to, like, activate some button, like a fatality button, like part five or something. I don't know. I just figured it, it wouldn't be, like, intuitive. But sure enough, yeah. I did it, and I was like, oh, shit, here we go. So it's pretty yeah. easy, too, to, to activate those fatalities, which I thought was pretty awesome. Well, they do have the easy fatality as well as what they introduced. So, like, you hold, like, a, a R button, and press a button, and it does a fatality. But you have to earn them or buy them or something. But basically how it works is, is that um in the crypt you can find or buy with, you know, currency you earn during the matches, um like, easy fatality, like, tickets, basically. Um, and once you use up, like, say you have three, once you use those up, you can't do any more easy fatalities um, unless you pay money. <laughs> so if you want to do the easy fatality crap, then you can pay money, or you can press back back toward towards in a button. You know what I mean? Like it's, I'm gonna do the back back toward towards. It's funny you can even pay money to be lazy. Wow. Yeah, that's that's laziness. Oh my god, it's funny to me. Now, can you do that online? Do what online? Have the the easy fatality to like someone who's online and not a computer mm-hmm. opponent. Yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah. The easy fatality you pay. Um, there's also faction kills. So Andrew right now has two faction, like we've earned faction kills. Uh, we're Lin Kuei, so we have one. It basically hold, you get all the way away from somebody on the screen, you hold R2 and press back back or towards towards. That's all you do. And one of them summons Smoke, who's not even in the game, and he chops off the guy's head, like, in two. 
And then the other one, like, somebody off-screen throws a bunch of ninja stars at them and impales them. And, and for a faction kill, you don't get as many points when you're playing through the towers, because they rank everything that you do by points. Like, fatalities are worth more. Brutalities are worth more than fatalities. Now, is there something if the guy quits Quit before the match is over? Is there something like that? Yeah, the guy's head explodes. <laughs> they lose points <laughs> online and stuff. <laughs> Funny. I'm surprised people didn't quit on me yesterday, because I was destroying people. <laughs> it's funny how, like, none of the mothers are, like, complaining now, but how they complained when we were kids. <laughs> like, it's, it's like, it's okay now to have, cause I saw the, the, the scorpion fatality with, like, the, this half of his head gets lopped off and then his, like, tongue sticking out. I was like, that's fucking crazy. And his brain, like, falls out. Yep. <laughs> I was like, dude. It's, there's some, Gross and brutal shit, man. Well, I, and I've always been a gore hound with horror movies and stuff, so it's it's just all fun and games when it's not real. But it's just the whole fact of like, where, where's all the complainers now? It's so weird. Like, and, and they'll complain about like a random game. Like, I've seen people complain like about games nowadays, and it's like it's not like the crazy shit anymore. Well, they were complaining about Sub-Zero in Mortal Kombat 1 with uh, yeah. taking off the guy's head with the spine hanging there. That was, like, a big deal, and now it's like, that's nothing. It's just funny how things change, and I, I guess because the parents of today were those were the kids. the ones who played it, yeah. <laughs> and we're like, yeah, shit's fucking weak. Jackpot. <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> 